0: Good morning, City Church. It is Friday, September 11th. I'm glad that you're here with us on City Church Together. Uh, my name is Trevor. Uh, first, I just want to start out this morning um, by remembering that September 11th is a very significant day uh, in the lives of Americans. Um, it was on this date in uh, 2001, I suppose that's 19 years ago now, um, that the Twin Towers and the uh, um, The Pentagon were hit, and uh, the plane also went down in the field near in Pennsylvania um, on that day that I know for those of you who were alive, um, remember that day very, very well. Um, And it is a a sobering reminder, I think as well, of um, where we are in our country now, um, in the middle of a uh, really, a worldwide pandemic. Um, it's not terrorism, but it is a uh, it is a sickness, a disease that is plaguing us, and yet we remain divided about that. I remember two thousand one, how together America came, um, that we rallied beyond uh, political lines. Um, the country, the country, came together and it is another thing that i am mourning this morning uh, on september 11th a day to remember um the heroic bravery of many people um the terrible loss of many people um the vulnerability of our country and uh, 19 years later um it is still um there still is an echo of both um the togetherness and camaraderie that came out of uh, 9-11, 2001, and, and also still the hurt and pain of people that are, um, that are gone, uh, missing from us. So um, I wanted to acknowledge that this morning uh, before we get into um, this final episode in this little series following um, the sermon from this past Sunday on 1 Corinthians 11. Uh, I want to read for us this morning. Uh, we're going to answer one last question this morning uh, about um, should a Christian— um, should we use the uh, preferred pronouns of a trans uh, man or woman, a person who is presenting as a different gender um, or, or is anywhere along the spectrum of have having had surgery, a, a person who was uh, born a male or female or assigned at birth a gender and is now uh, operating with uh, different pronouns, different names that would reflect a different gender? Um, so I want to start us this morning, center us with this text, also from 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and we will start in verse um, 19. Although I am free from all and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win Jews. To those under the law, like one under the law though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law. To those who are without the law, like one without the law, though I am not without God's law, but under the law of Christ, to win those without the law. To the weak I became weak in order to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I may by every possible means save some. Now I do all this because of the gospel, so that I may share in the blessings. And that is the word of the Lord from First Corinthians chapter nine. So the question that um, uh, Emma has asked is: Should we use um, the preferred pronouns again? Uh, that um, if if you have a trans friend or family member and they say, "Will you please," uh, who was uh, assigned at birth male or female, born male or female, with those reproductive organs, and then they decide to. Um, Again, either have surgery or be referred to as female because they feel um, more female than male or vice versa. Should you use those pronouns? Um, I'm going to give you the short answer, and then we'll use the rest of this podcast to work that out with this verse. The short answer is yes. Um, I think a Christian should use those pronouns. Okay, That is the short. You have to say yes or no. Now, I do think that this is an avenue, an area for wisdom. So, um, the wisdom that I am drawing from this verse, uh, from what Paul says in 1 Corinthians nine, um, is Paul says, though in these verses, though I am not obligated, and he gives these different categories to be under the law, though I am not obligated to, um, though I am not obligated to be weak, though I am not obligated um, to be anything other than. A Christian um, yet I will take on um, and understand different groups of people and walk with them in that in order he says that through me that they can see the the light of the glory of Jesus Christ the truth of the gospel and then follow him and that is in first Corinthians 9 what Paul talks about is that I may share in the blessings <coughs> excuse me um to me what this seems to be is the blessing of seeing more people follow Jesus increasing the family it is the same blessing and joy that Jesus went to the cross for to see more people come into his blessed family so that being the case paul says even though i'm not which is what uh, even though i'm not obligated which is what 1 corinthians 8 and 9 is about sure You're not obligated to do these things. You are free in Christ, yet there is a way that you should bind yourself to people that will limit yourself in order to reach them. Uh, You should not file that lawsuit. Um, uh, You should not maybe take your right to be paid because that could be a hindrance to the gospel. That is the reason why I would say yes to using the pronouns of a trans person. Um, We might put it like this. Um, Let's say that you were in a foreign country let's say it was india and let's say that there was a custom in india that in india your name was always attached to the name of a particular god whatever the whatever maybe the chief hindu god of that person or that family group or that household was and so when you called a person by their name you had to call them um let's say it was uh Uh, you know, poverty, uh, poverty, Shiva or something like that, or all poverty, all praise the Shiva, you know, Um, something like that. And that over time just became sort of their name. And there is certainly some meaning in that of worshiping a God that that as a Christian, I would not I would say no, you know, Shiva is not a God or not to worship that God. And um, but this is a part of what your name is. And in order to engage with you, because I, I want to introduce you to my God, um, to, uh, in order to become all things to all people, in order to gain a hearing with you and love you by delivering the gospel to you and hear you and understand you so that I can understand where your hurt is, where your brokenness is, and administer the gospel of that, I don't want to start with that person with a sort of theological statement of my worldview and how it differs and then say, okay, so you know now that I am not going to be calling you by your name. Instead, I will be calling you by a more Christian name like Paul, you know, or I will call you Abraham, right? So that that clearly is offensive to a person. That clearly can become an automatic shutdown. So if I was in India, I would just call that person uh, Parvati, all praise the Shiva, Right? In and by that, I am simply calling them by the name they want them to call me. Again, this, of course, relates to um, this, of course, relates to uh, pronoun usage in a transgender person. It's because that's it's just not a hill that I want to die on with that person. You know, if we stop and we break down the language and and I talk to that person and. And we start talking about pronouns and where they come from, and the body, and taking cues from our body and the way God created us, and what it means to be male and female, and um, what language does. Then, sure, me, we might get into that. But that's that's just not. I'm I'm just not going to take a stand with every trans person that God gifts me with a relationship with, um, and immediately decide, okay, it's time to offend you. I I want the gospel to be the 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 offense. I want Jesus Christ to be the stumbling block. I want there to be a stumbling block at repentance when that person comes to an understanding through the movement of the Holy Spirit that repentance is necessary. I don't want the stumbling block to a relationship to Jesus to be um, me making sure that my worldview is known and that my theological beliefs about the body are understood up front. Um, That's simply not the context of most relationships. Now, let me give a a little more depth to that. Every relationship you have is not the same. Um, And I think there could be situations, and and I think, uh, honestly, this is true about gender roles too. I think gender roles are, are there is a universal principle that we talked about yesterday with gender roles, but there is a way that they particularly work out. It's the same thing with your relationship with anyone, but in this case, we're talking about with a trans person um, that I, I want to know the particulars of that relationship. I want to know who this person is. Um, I want to know what their motivation is for um, changing their name or changing their, their pronouns. Um, what is my relationship to them? I think this could be different for parents that are raising children and that have known children all their life as one gender. Um, I I definitely think that could be different. I think there is some understanding that should happen on a part of a child towards parents or towards people that, you know, I'm your longtime friend. I think there could be um, definitely on, on the part of the trans person some understanding that's called to as well there, that not everything is an offense. Some of it has to do with just who I know you to be. Um, So I I, I do think there's wisdom that should be applied on both parts um, for both a trans person and for uh, perhaps the Christian on the other side—that is, that is—has that relationship. But it takes wisdom and knowing what that relationship is. But just on the surface, and uh, we don't really have a history. Let's say I'm a college student and I meet you on campus, or, or uh, you know, I'm in high school and this is a person I have a class with. Yeah, I, I'm not going to put a flag down and say I'm—I must refer to you by this gender. Um, I do think wisdom would also have us think through that the 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 truth that language is powerful language is powerful um george orwell's novel 1984 i mean you read this thing one time and all of a sudden you're gonna say uh not all of a sudden after you finish the book you're gonna say wow language really is powerful and really is a tool that we use to shape ideas so i don't want to completely dismiss that we use language to shape ideas and that is no doubt even though the trans person across from you may not be thinking about that. They're simply thinking, oh, man, I, I, in, in every way I want to identify with this particular gender, and that has to do with pronouns. But as a culture on the whole, when um, when we are you know defining ourselves by our pronouns, we are using language to shape a culture and shape ideas about what is good and true and right. So that is going to have me interacting differently with, say, you know, do, do I, as a way to make other, um, to make trans people feel more comfortable, do I state my, my pronouns up front? Into um, that, the wisdom may carry you in a different direction to say, well, I, I'm not going to do that because that's shaping sort of into the culture that we all are self-defined people, which a, a Christian would disagree with. We are not self-defined. We are God-defined. Um, so to go back on the surface, the answer Um, to the question, should Christians use um a a trans person's preferred pronouns? I would say yes, for the sake of the gospel. Yes, for for the sake of them um experiencing love and sacrifice on our parts. Yes, just like Paul says, um, I become all things to all people that I may win some. Um, so Emma, I hope that is helpful. Um, if you have any other questions, um, and there are many, many more uh, conversations to have about this, um, about gender, about sexuality, uh, um, about uh, anything, honestly, but that's the, sort of the topic we've been on this week, um, please email at any time. You don't have to wait for a special time. Elders at, at boroughcitychurch.com. Um, and I am more than happy to address those. We may have um, some Q&R time on the, on the podcast moving forward. Um, let me end this today in prayer, and um, let's pray today, and let's meditate on on this verse, that we are called, as we follow Jesus, to think about others in such a way that when we picture them knowing Jesus, we are blessed. That's what Paul says, that I may win some because I want to share in the blessing. I want to share in the blessing of having a new brother or sister. May God give us eyes to see people as a potential new brother or sister, no matter where they are, no matter who they are, no matter what they come from, no matter what particular sin or brokenness is in their life, that we would have eyes to see people as a potential new family member and that we would become all things to all people, that we would win some. Let's be silent and pray. Heavenly Father, Give us your eyes. Give us the mind of Christ that sees even our enemies as potential new family members. For anyone listening to this podcast or anyone who's listening to this podcast who has a friend or family member who is trans, give comfort to that person. Father, let them know that you are near to them. Work through your church to show your love, to show your sacrifice, to show, Father, that you have never left them. And that you have a way to give them value that doesn't come from within them, but that comes from you. Father, thank you for the way you step into all of our brokenness. for the way that you rescue us from all of our very different kinds of sins, for the way that you provide a way out of temptation for all of the various kinds of temptations we experience. You are a good, faithful God. And now will you give us compassion for people, give us eyes to see every person as a potential new family member, and give us the desire, Father, to chase that blessing down by becoming all things to all people so that we may win some in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.